I walked in on Darnell and he was having lunch with some woman. It was really weird. Yeah, that is weird. Why would he be having lunch in the morning? I don't know, maybe it was breakfast. The point is, I walked in on him and she was feeding him. A strawberry. A strawberry. Mm, yeah, he's cheating on her. Well, I mean, he must be doing something. When I walked in, Darnell was a little too friendly and chatty, and she disappeared a little too quickly. They acted like they were caught. Welcome to Oh Hell Yes and Girlfriends Podcast. Nettie is here. That's right, guys. I know you've been waiting. It's me, Nettie. <laughs> and it's me, Etsy. How are you? Uh, yeah, she's here too. But <laughs> guess what, guys? <laughs> yeah, we'll be out here Today clowning. we were talking about uh, season one, episode seven, Everything Fishy Ain't Fish. That's a very, uh, hmm, it's a very, what is it? cryptic title mm-hmm. it's like huh are we are we to fish fry what are we doing what are we doing foreshadowing to come mm-hmm. uh we're going to be explaining and discussing that episode today and um we got some tweets from last week last week's episode they're not from last week but they're from last week's episode about last week's episode so last week we were talking about how it was mean of joan to have pulled a prank on william where he was being set up by the cops and brutalized by the cops mm-hmm so um, let's see what kind of tweets we got here. Lord, the woke Twitter going to go in with their uh, pieces, Lord. It's just a few comments. It's nothing like heavy, but you know, you know, like as black people, you don't do a prank like that. That's just not cool, especially on your friends. But uh, at triple OC says, I just realized that Joan played a Halloween prank on William by getting him arrested on Halloween. And that could never happen these damn days. Yeah, that could never happen. Well, it could happen if you're a bad friend. Would you do that? Would you do a prank like that these days? What? Considering what's going on in the world, would you do that? Mm, maybe six months ago. Now, eh, I guess not. Maybe six months ago. Could you imagine going up to... Well, you wouldn't hire any real cops. You would just get... How would you do that? Do you just get the real cops do and say, hey, Do you have, cops? like, cop friends? That's the only way that could work. Even cop friends sometimes, like, nah. Can you trust your cop friends? I mean... <laughs> If they're they real all friends, back the I blue. hope so. Right? They all, it, it could be your cousin, your brother. You got to have a really good blue. cop costume. Yeah, you got to get some friends in costumes. And make sure other cops don't see them, because if they get in trouble for impersonating a cop, that's and a that's whole other thing. Damn. Uh, at Venus Selenite um, says... Oh, that's fucked up. Joan played a Halloween prank on William where she sets up two cops to arrest him for no reason in a mausoleum. Hashtag girlfriends. So that, one, that one's pretty tame. But um, I will say there was a screenshot that someone posted of them in the mausoleum. And it mm. says Cheney Bush. And it has like a birth 1938, death 1989. That was a, a shout out to our back then the Republican candidates. Mm. Bush and Cheney. So, yeah, people are just mad upset about the whole uh, Joan with the police brutality prank. And I totally get it. I totally get it. If someone did that to me, we would not be friends anymore. Yeah, I get it. It's 2000, though, guys. Like, can we not? Police brutality was a thing back then, though. It was, but it wasn't as much as a hot topic. It's always been a thing since the beginning of time. But if you're talking about from 2000... 
it really popped off with Trayvon Martin around 2000 and was that 14, 15? Yeah, 14, like I think. Yeah. So, yeah, guys, it's um, I, I promise you they didn't want to make fun of black people I guess people we can shot. give uh, Joan a 2000s pass uh, for this one. Or the writers. Or the writers, excuse me. Yeah, let's just let's go deeper than that. That's right. Um, oh, yeah, we got a review on Apple Pod. Let me read that. What did they say? Don't be a bitch, Apple Pod reviewer. <laughs> Shout out to Niceworth. Title, Oh Hell Yes. Love this pod. Super funny and relatable. The hosts have great personalities together and are doing amazing as hosts of a new pod for a banging show. Yeah. Oh, thank you. You're so sweet. I just... You like us. You really, really... <laughs> Thank you so much. And if you want a review, if you want us to read it on the air, go ahead and add one of those into um, Apple Pod or Spotify or Google Pod or wherever you listen to your podcast, and we'll read it on the air and give your screen name a shout out so people know who you are. Thank you. And I also want to talk about, I know we're a little late. We record these a few weeks ahead, but The Waiting Room is a anthology series on BET Her. You can probably find it on online actually because i don't know if they have an actual channel channel they probably do online where but, uh bt.com oh <laughs> what you thought i thought she's talking about on the fire stick there you go with that fire stick that's all you know <laughs> you don't know anything except fire stick <laughs> so it's a anthology series called the waiting room it's about women dealing with uh, getting a diagnosis of breast cancer it's mm-hmm. a drama and uh, Golden Brooks is in one of the episodes. So if you guys want to check that out, check out The Waiting Room. You can probably Google it and then put BT Her and they'll have a, a link for you to go to uh, her episode. She killed it. Her acting, she was acting. She really was. <laughs> she, was she was out here acting, child. Out here acting. You ever like, you ever hear somebody sing and you'd be like, I can't sing with you. I can't mm-hmm. sing with you. I'm like, I can't act with her. I can't <laughs> act with her. Like, I've ever thought like, I can act with you. I can't. I can't act with her. She's that good. Yeah, but you guys should definitely see it if you can. Um, is there anything else we should talk about? No. All right. Well, this aired originally November 6, 2000. And uh, we get a lot of Darnell in this episode. So get the fuck ready. Mm, shout out to to, to old boy who played. Um, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to him. Every time I Flex. see him, I think about that Michael Jackson movie. Man, he, why did he even do that? <laughs> We ain't forget. Shout out to you. You must have needed that paycheck. Like, honestly, I don't feel bad talking about it on this show because everybody knows it was whack. I think he knows it. He knows mm-hmm. it. You know, mm-hmm. ain't nobody going to be like, why you said that about him? No, no, no. That was just like, he must have really needed that that check. I think that, that it's was... pretty much been forgotten, though. There is going to be a generation that comes that doesn't know about that movie. Thank God. It's been suppressed. They don't show it on. They don't show reruns of it on TV. No one Not like, at all. does anything. It doesn't come on Lifetime or anything like that. So it's good that people won't even show it because it needs to be buried and forgotten. I don't mm-hmm. even we know if we should have even mentioned it, but mm-hmm. since Flex is gonna be a lot in this episode, I, I thought I'd bring it up. Well, you brought it up. Did I bring it yeah. up? I think I brought, brought it up. <laughs> anyway, whatever you put. Listen, that'll forever be something that you put out into the world. All right, so mm-hmm. you should have done it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let me start out with this cold open here. It is Joan. She's eating breakfast on her patio and she's reading a newspaper and she's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And we don't see what it is. 
We don't know why she's saying that, but she ends up calling Tony, and Tony's sleeping, and she, she, uh, she picks up the phone and says, Tony, you're in the newspaper with some white guy. And Tony is mainly only concerned uh, about how she looks. Like, so she asked Joan, you know, do I look good? How do I look? And Joan says, you look very jungle feverish. Because <laughs> 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 she's on the arm of city councilman Tim Borden. And he's white, of course. He's milk toast white. Mm. And Tony calls him her little white boy. And <laughs> she asks Joan, doesn't he look like Brad Pitt? And I'm like, um, he looks no, he nothing like Brad like, Pitt. Not at all. <laughs> and Joan agrees. And Tony's like, well, Brad Pitt, John Malkovich, they all look alike to me. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's when we get our, come on, Angie. Come through. And that's it. It was a different setting. I was like, okay. Well, remember, we see her on her patio for the first time. Oh, yeah. I, that was nice. the patio yet? No. Nah. It looked like they got some natural light. Okay. I like that. I like when it's like they're getting more money to do more scenes and different yeah. shots and things like that. Definitely. I really like that. If you notice, Tony is laying in bed with her hair wrapped up in the scene. Mm-hmm. Take a note of that. Let's t- put a pen in that. Remember that. Mm. She's laying there with her head wrapped. As we all do when we go to sleep, right? Absolutely. And next we're off to 847, because that's the only place we eat here in, on Girlfriends Television. Because <laughs> they don't have anywhere else to go. In the Girlfriends universe, you're going to eat there for breakfast, lunch, <laughs> lunch dinner. <and> dinner. <laughs> Tony's passing out pens for Tim Borden, her boyfriend, who's also city councilman. He's running for mayor. But she's not wearing one because, hello, silk. It's a shirt she's wearing. She gives one to William. He goes... He throws it away and he says, hello, Republican. And she gives one to Lynn and she goes, hello, radical extremist. <laughs> and Tony's like, y'all, come on. My man is running for mayor. I'm trying to get him on the ticket because, um, oh, he doesn't, she doesn't know his platforms. They ask about that. She's like, it's something about education or some shit. But Maya points out that he's a politician, which means he's probably broke. Is that Typical? Um, Politicians usually broke? I don't say broke, but, you know. I've never heard that. Hmm. Why do people do it? For the power and the connects and the prestige. But you can't buy a lot of shit. Like, you can't, you can't ball. I mean, they're not broke. They're a solid middle class. But as far as, like, them being super, super rich, if you look at the net worth of, like, Barack and shit, like, they're rappers that have more money than him. Okay, okay, you learn something all the time, you know? I don't, mm-hmm. I don't really fuck with politicians, so I don't be knowing shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Tony's not used to dating broke dudes, we all know this, um, but she mentions that he does have power, and, um, oh, he could be in charge of zoning, and that would be good for Tony's real estate. Maya says, boning for zoning. <laughs> and that's when Maya makes her exit, because she has to go somewhere before she heads back to work. They're obviously on their lunch break um, at 8.47, and it's all the girls, even William. And uh, that's when Joan tells everyone she has a secret. She has to tell everybody now that Maya's gone. And what, what is it? What did she see, Etsy? She saw Maya's man fucking some bitch. No, I'm kidding. She saw... <laughs> <laughs> May as well, shit. She saw Maya's husband. Okay, because Maya reminds us every five minutes that she has a right. husband. Of course. Um, her, his co-worker was feeding him strawberries. 
Mm-hmm. And that's now you can't explain that away. Mm-mm. You really can't explain that away. Now, Mm-mm. Joan was at the airport because she was on a business trip and she thought it'd be nice to say hello to Darnell. Mm-hmm. So she went to find him and that's what he was doing. He was eating this woman's strawberries by hand, mm-hmm. which is dirty nowadays. But, you know, whatevs. Um, I wonder if it was chocolate covered strawberries. Those are amazing. I think she would have mentioned it. She would have been like, they were chocolate covered. I'd be like, yeah, he cheating for real, for real. Like, <laughs> it's just expensive. When you, when, you add the, when you add the chocolate. The dip. Too. Mm. So they ended up seeing Joan and they, they started acting all nervous like they'd been caught doing something. So it wasn't even like a normal thing. Like, oh, all I was doing was feeding them strawberries. No, they acted like they was like guilty as fuck. And the woman just ran off. And so, you know, William is like, yo, your case is flimsy. It is. The only thing, I mean, but... In a courtroom, yeah. But in to a my, courtroom, yeah. To my, to my homegirl, nah, that shit's solid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why would Joan lie about this? And why would... Joan knows, if it's about your girl, you know the details. You know what you saw. You got all the details right. You, it's not a mistake. Especially mm-hmm. the strawberries. Like, come mm-hmm. on. But he's like, you know, if you're going to go for a conviction, you might gotta, you might have to plant a glove or a weapon or something because... This is this is flimsy. Now, if she had a, a camera phone or something like that, this is when this comes in handy, mm-hmm. honestly. I always wonder, like, back then people just have to take your word for it. Like, I saw your man eating strawberries with this chick. Mm-hmm. It's your word against his. But nowadays, though, you got a camera. It's a wrap. Child, nowadays, you got a camera and bitches still staying. So if you're not going <laughs> to leave the nigga, let him cheat in peace. Okay? True, true, true. So Joan says, as women, we got instincts nature gave us to def- as a defense to not get eaten by dogs. Whatever. <laughs> but William's pretty much being a lawyer on this, and he's realizing that there's not enough evidence to make the case. Mm-hmm. And that's true, but we're not in court. Exactly. And so um, Joan's like, well, I could just tell her that I had a gut feeling, and she could just draw a conclusion that way. And then William comes up with a very supernatural way for her to tell Maya. Why don't you tell her you got hit on the head, regressed into a former life where you met a mystic who told you that one day in the future you'd meet a man named Darnell who would cheat on his wife? <laughs> yeah, when, when he talks, it's like, am I listening or am I not listening? I'm pretty much not really there. <laughs> um, so next we meet Tim Borden. Hey, Tim. City councilman. And he's in Tony's room. And... <laughs> He's so weird. Why is he surprised that it's all white? Yeah, he goes, wow, got milk? What is that even? What? And then she looks at him and goes, I do now. (laughs) Funny. (laughs) So then uh, he walks over and tries to make out with her. And he puts his hand behind her neck. like By by the track. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she moves out of the way. Ducking and dodging, shall. And he's, he's trying to kiss her, and he, she keeps pulling away. And he's wondering why she's doing that. And he's like, oh, I know. You're a virgin, right? And she's like, oh, no, I'm not. And she's like, listen, before you find out on your own, I just want to let you know. I have a weave. <laughs> you have no idea what I'm talking about, do you? Well, I, I think I, uh, no. <laughs> All this hair isn't mine. But technically, it is because I bought it. <laughs> but my real hair is short and this other hair is sewn into it so that I can have long hair. But she says, you can't go yanking on it in a fit of passion. So um, she's like, if that bothers you, you know, you can leave right now. And he's like, it doesn't bother me. 
I don't care about your weavy thing. <laughs> you ever dated a white guy? Yes, I have. And it's really not that big of a deal. Like, I feel it's like not. the way they hyping it up in this particular episode is definitely for laughs. I promise you, niggas don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, um, I dated a white guy once. He never once questioned my hair. But he was kind of wiggerish. I guess he didn't he kind of knew already but oh wigger? Wigger. oh but yeah i think i think the way the reason it's funny in this episode is because tim is so like corny yeah we say that a lot because we talk about william a lot being corny but yeah there's just something about tim that's very like white collar white say. collar white collar yeah. white collar um and it just because he don't got no swag like you can date a, a white guy with swag it's a different situation you know <laughs> but this is just i don't even see how they're I mean, I see that she wants the power that comes along with him being in the spotlight, but I just don't feel like they're a good match at all. Mm-hmm. He almost seems dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say that. He's a bit ditzy, but... but I think that they complement each other well in that sense. But child, what goes on after? He tried it. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll get to that scene. Oh, <laughs> at the end? Mm-hmm. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. So... Tony's hair looks amazing in this episode. I don't think I've ever seen it look this good. I was um, like, bitch, did they bring a hairstylist? They did something. Because the shit is blended. They must have tossed them some fucking coins for this one. Because they was saying. like, okay, if we're going to talk about her hair, we got to make sure that shit look right. The so. ratings came in. <laughs> the budget was approved. Shout out to whoever it was. But y'all did your thing. Y'all did it. Tim just wants to make sure it's okay to touch every other place in her body. And she's like, yeah, of course. But I was thinking about her fear of it being yanked on. And honestly, if it's secure. Right. Like, I was like, that must have just been thrown in there. Because yeah. once a weave is there, it's a weave. Like, it's it there. ain't coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he doing some kind of crazy S&M type pulling. I don't right. know, man. That Even so. And then we find out she paid $700 for the hair itself. That's too much. Like, if you, how much you pay for the installment? That's too much. If you paid at least 700 that shit ain't going to come out. It should be secure. She ain't paid that much for that hair shell. In 2000? In LA? I don't think... She, I, I'm, I'm thinking of the time frame. Like, I feel like this whole um, trend of super pricey, pricey hair has came in within the last 10 years. Didn't they still wear packed hair in 2000? Like, yakky? I don't know. Well, you know, my aunt <laughs> worked in a salon, so... See, you would know more than I would. I I was in there. I wore kitty hairstyles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what I did. That wasn't my lifestyle back then, so uh, I had not yet known about the yakky at that moment. The yakky. Shout that out to the yakky. <laughs> Shout out to the yakky. <laughs> so, um, while they're making out, I guess she feels his dick, and she's like, oh, are you sure you're not black? I guess that means he's packing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so next we're back up at the office and Joan's trying to tell Maya what she saw at the airport without actually telling her. So she's doing this whole hypothetical bullshit about said friend. If you had some information about a friend. Oh, friend is a friend. <laughs> Maya, the name's not important. What's important is if, if you knew something that you thought might hurt said friend, if you knew, but you weren't absolutely sure what you knew, would you tell them what you know? You know? Mm -hmm. like bitch if you don't just come out and tell this woman that you saw her man eating strawberries that's all no i don't know why she don't want to tell her honestly if it were me i'd be like yo i saw your man being fed strawberries by some lady at the airport that's all that's it Mm. you can you can get whatever conclusion you want out of that Mm. but that's what i saw i'm not saying he cheating 
All I'm saying, some bitch was feeding him strawberries. All I'm saying is he could have been eating them strawberries himself. Why he needs somebody to feed it to him? That's all I'm saying. Good call. So he can't explain that away. He can't explain Mm -hmm. that away. Like, oh, I was hungry. We were just eating strawberries. We were just playing around. We're friends. No, you don't play around with friends like that when you're married. Mm -mm. You don't play like that. So um, Maya's not getting that it's about her. So she's like, I need a name. You got to tell me this friend's name. That's the first rule of journalism. Five W's. Who, what, when, where, why? So it's Tony? And Joan's like, no, it's not Tony. And she's like, okay, cool. So it's about Lynn, right? Like, no, Maya, it's not about Lynn. And she's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, it's about me, isn't it? And Joan's like, "Uh, no, it's about uh, William. It's about William. And she's like, oh, my God. (laughs) She closes the door and she's like, he's gay. Gay. (laughs) (laughs) Just like you thought. I'm saying. But she knows William, though. She knows he's not gay. Mm-hmm. Um, Joan's like, no, 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 he's not gay. He actually has a girlfriend. And Maya's in disbelief. Like, wow, really? How long have they been together? And she says, seven days. And that's when she goes into the story about how she saw him cheating, or saw her cheating on him at the air show. Not the airport, the air show. Air show. This is all a bunch of slapstick. Honestly, this ain't realistic to me. This whole, I know Joan's like, She's wacky and she does this, but like, just tell her like that. Was, I don't know. It was irking me a bit that she wouldn't get to the point. What about mm-hmm. you? Um, I enjoyed it. I like the back and forth a little bit. I imagine that it would be very hard to tell your friend this, especially considering that it's just it's more than a boyfriend. You're talking about marriage, so I mean, you could be potentially be the catalyst for a divorce at this point. So you want to. Yes, you could. Yeah, considering but what happens at the end of the episode. She said, she said, what she saw. I believe her. Oh, I believe her too. So if it's the truth, then what's wrong with telling the truth? It's something that happens where, in my personal experience, I thread lightly because it's something where number one, your name is being mentioned. If I tell you some tea, why you gotta tell the person the source of where you heard the tea from? That's number one. The most important thing is that you have the information. Number two, are you going to go in and confront this person and then still stay with them? And now it's kind of awkward that I'm hanging with you, all things considering. It's also like, what if it's not a big deal to her? Or like, oh, that's all they were doing? Just eating shot? Were they kissing? She's like, oh, they weren't kissing? Then why are you telling me? Like, what's the big deal? You know how some people are. Mm. They're like, well, was he kissing her? Were they touching? Or was they fucking? Okay. Yeah, were they fucking? Okay, well, then it's cool. Whatever. They were, she was just eating. He was just eating strawberries. You know how some people are. Some people, most people would be like, oh, hell nah. Mm-hmm. She was feeding him strawberries. But some people would be like, we've been through so much. I'm not going to let this get in the way of our happiness, you know? Mm. A little cheating and never hurt nobody. <laughs> <laughs> That's how some women are. They be like, yo, as long as he come home. It's fine. So then in that case, then why you need me to tell you? Right? Just be a friend. Just, just Some people just think that as a friend, it is their duty to tell, like, keep mm. you in the know. Mm. You know, you want to have that on the balance sheet in case something come up. You can go through the, okay, back in um, December. March of 2004. Of, <laughs> yeah. This happened. So you can go back and have those receipts. You know what I mean? Just so it can be on the record. Mm-hmm. But 
Just saying. That's what I'm saying. She should just tell her and then be like, but you do what you want to do. I'm not saying break up with him, but you do what you want to do. Do what you want with this information. Um, Maya says, you know, if your friend or if this girl cheated on William, if you're not sure about what you saw, just keep your mouth shut. And Joan right there has a confirmation she needed. So she's going to keep her mouth shut. But Joan is sure about what she what she saw, though. She just wanted yeah, to keep she, her mouth shut. I mean, there's not nothing that you can confuse with something else. Like, yeah, there's there's nothing. There's no excuses you can make for that. Like, so William's having a bad day um, because of all the cases he's working on. And Maya walks in, and William talks about how he's under so much pressure and he's so stressed and things like that. And she thinks it's because of Danielle, you know, because that's the name of the the girlfriend. I don't know if we mentioned that, but that's the name of the fake girlfriend that Joan told. Maya that William had that cheated on him at the air show so she asks about Danielle and he's like what are you talking about who's Danielle and Maya's like yeah that's right who is Danielle who is Danielle (laughs) she ain't nobody forget her I'm confused which is a perfectly normal reaction to a breakup you just need to pray about it and I'm here if you need a shoulder to cry on yeah, Joan told me she saw that heifer cheating on you. Some, what, air show? Oh, well, Joan, Joan uh, witnessed that, right? My ex-girlfriend, Danielle. You know, that caught me by surprise because she was so into me. What, me being the best lover she's ever had and all? So he starts to lie bad about it. He's, he's really bad at lying. And that's when Maya gets suspicious and drags him into Joan's office so they can clear this shit up. Mm-hmm. And Maya's pissed. She's pissed. Mm-hmm. And William's like, you need to come clean to her. And so Joan spills the beans. And, you know, she should have been up front from the beginning. If she's going to just spill the beans like this after telling this whole story, slapstick shit kind of stuff. <laughs> Maya says, uh, listen, just because you saw them eating lunch together doesn't mean he's cheating on me. Okay, good point. Good point. But the strawberries. Mm-hmm. And Joan's like, I never feed my coworker strawberries. Mm-mm. That is sexual innuendo. Mm-hmm. That'd be weird. And Joan's like, it's all right. It's a gut feeling I have. And Maya's like, oh, no, I, I don't trust your gut. Like, and she points out all these things where like, her gut's been wrong in the past about all this stuff. It was just a feeling. End of story. Oh, right. A feeling, huh? What about your feeling that Lynn was only going to be in your house for a week and, and the feeling that you'd be married by the time you're 27 and that, oh, no one would ever spend $99 for a kid's scooter? <laughs> was all that a feeling too, Joan? But basically, she's saying that her gut isn't very reliable. <laughs> and she said, plus, I know my husband. And if he can really find something better than all this. All that. He deserves to leave me. I'll even pack him a lunch. <laughs> Which is pretty funny. I like that. Um, and she said she was putting it on him every night. Yeah. She's like, the way sure. I put it on him, he don't have the energy to see another woman. <laughs> okay, then. Alrighty then. So do you have this scene with Tim and Tony laying in bed? Oh, my God. So the <laughs> scene with Tim and Tony laying in bed. He's like examining her hair and then he's just like, wow, like you couldn't tell that it was a weave just in passing but from far away. And, I, and then he's trying to look and find the tracks. And then she's like, boy, if you don't let me sleep, it's 2 a.m. And then he goes, 
where does it come from? And she goes, oh, some Korean lady on Crenshaw. <laughs> and then <laughs> and he goes, where does she get it from? And she goes, oh, I don't know, maybe Korea. <laughs> He's like, I know they have food shortages, but uh, they're harvesting hair. <laughs> I didn't know they were no, harvesting this hair, No, this really funny. Um, and you know, was he's so intrigued by her hair. Like, honestly, you just look at it one time and you got it. Like, it ain't that hard to figure out by looking at a weave, maybe for a couple minutes, how it's done. And, and he I'm, was just in it, like a science project. And I'm like, white boy, I know you fuck with white bitches before who got weaves. Like, let's not. They try to act yeah. like they should be all theirs because their texture matches with the weave really well. Girl please you know tony was up front with him about it maybe they're not up front so he never had the reason to question it or like be intrigued mm. by it or you know at least she was honest there's that again and then she goes well tomorrow i'll tell you about all of oh no then he goes what about this curly part here is that a part of the weave she goes boy if you don't leave my kitchen alone <laughs> he's like kitchen <laughs> a kitchen your kitchen the b to b She's like, I'll tell you about beady beads and what did she said, naps and beady beads tomorrow. tomorrow. Go to sleep. <laughs> now in this scene, Tony doesn't even have her hair wrapped up. Like, what? What's that you about? care that much about your hair and the seven hundred dollars you paid for it for the hair, Mm-mm. but you don't got it wrapped up. Mm-mm. What at? Why? I don't know. I mean, I understand it makes the scene more interesting because he's playing around in it and trying to examine it, but like, yeah. it really gives me anxiety when I see black women on TV and they're not sleeping with their hair wrapped. You know, every it, single time. Yeah. It's like, ugh. It's like, oh, really the edges. edges. Oh, yeah, yeah, the edges. Like, it's just like, and I'm thinking about when they wake up, oh my God, you're going to have a, you're going to have a hard time when you get up in the morning trying That's to do that hair. a wrap. Yeah, or not a wrap. Yeah, or not a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you're here rubbing against all that cotton, child. Mm-hmm, it's going to dry mm-hmm. out. The breakage, oh, honey. Good Come luck on, with that. So yeah, that's uh, we see more of Tim being just incompetent, it seems. But um, next, we're at Maya's house, and she's in her bedroom reading Black Detective magazine, of course. And Darnell walks in, and he walks in like surprised that she's awake, like oh shit, like oh fuck. Oh like, shit! I just came back from cheating. He saw Joan at work that day. He remembers what happened. So he was probably all day wondering, oh, my God, oh, my God, I know Joan's going to tell my wife. I know, I know Joan's going to tell her. So he didn't want to see her when he walked in, but she was awake waiting up for him. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, hey, baby, I didn't know you were awake. And that's when uh, he walks over to kiss her, but he kisses her on the forehead. And she's like, what? And he's like, what are you still doing up? And she's like, um, I can't sleep. I've been feeling a little sexy. <laughs> And they're start, They're about to get the party started, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, baby, not tonight. I'm, you know, just going to take a shower and crash. I'm real tired. And she's like, why you got a shower now? He's like, because I'm funky right now. Because he got other bitches on his Well, yeah, set. yeah. He don't want to, he don't, he know he smell like her and doesn't want to, doesn't want her to smell it. What do you think of Flex's acting in this scene when he gets upset? You think it's good? Shout out to Flex one on one. Shout out one on one. Yeah, good show. Um, I could have done without it. 
Yeah, it was hard for me to believe it. It yeah. just seemed like he was thinking about it too much. It didn't seem like a natural feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk more about that in the upcoming scene in the office, but like, it just didn't. It seemed like he was putting on, mm-hmm. and it's not supposed to be like that with acting. You're supposed to, it's supposed to seem like it's natural, but yeah, it wasn't um, terrible. But I mean, no, no, it wasn't terrible, but it was just like it seemed it like he was thinking about the emotion as opposed to just acting it out. Mm-hmm. So Maya asks him, "Well, are you work funky or cheating on me funky?" Mm. And he's about to explain to her that he's not cheating, and he goes, "Oh no, no, wait, I get it. You're on your period." And I was thinking, Darnell, wasn't she just trying to fuck? That's what I'm saying. I mean, niggas like fucking some people, on periods, yeah. too. So. Some people don't care. I know. It is what it is. But they I'm just said like, a period know, don't stop nothing but a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if y'all get down like that, then whatever. I'm just saying. But anyway, she's like, no, I'm not on my period, but I'm still on my question. And that's when she explains that Jones saw her, saw him at the airport this morning with some woman who's been feeding him strawberries. And he's like, well, if she'd been there all day, she would have seen me with plenty of women. He's like, well, that sounded, that sounded weird. You know what? I've been working all day, and I'm tired, and I really, really don't need this. Oh, really? Who was she, Darnell? Cecily. Cecily? Okay, but Joan was saying that you two were acting all guilty. Oh, so that's it? Your girl fills your head with some silly idea, and you believe her and not me? Why don't you just admit it, Darnell? Admit what? After everything we've been through together, have I ever, ever given you a reason to doubt me, Maya? There's no buts. You've already convinced yourself that I can't be trusted. So you believe what you want. What type of fucking name is Cecily? (laughs) I was was just about to say. Sounds like a publishing company. (laughs) Sounds like a grandma. Honestly. (laughs) You out here with old bitches. (laughs) But he's denying everything. And he's trying to flip the script on her. He's... Now, if he's cheating, honestly, he's gaslighting this woman because he's basically like, yo, you don't trust me. You know, Joan's filling your head with all these lies. You're going to believe you know, her ever, on me. Have I ever given a re- given you a reason to doubt me? <laughs> and Maya's like, <laughs> that's what he was doing. Have I ever given you? I'm like, I don't believe you, bro. I don't it, believe you. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't scared of you. You don't seem mad at all. Um, cheating lies. Maya's feeling real guilty right now. She feel bad because... She accused her husband of cheating and she thinks he didn't do it because he's, you know, so angry about it, about being accused. So he storms out of the room. He puts on his robe, takes a pillow and says he's sleeping on the couch until she comes to her senses. But, um, he's not going to take a wasn't shower. You, exactly. Wasn't you just about to shower because you feeling all funky? Come on now. Come on, continuity. Come on. He's so mad. He's going to go to sleep nasty <laughs> and put make the couch all funky too mm-hmm. so the next day william comes in and accuses joan of being danielle this scene is stupid but apparently he's like oh you're danielle i figured it out because you have a huge crush on me and joan's like oh my god yes i am danielle she's like damn you william i can no longer maintain this charade <laughs> i am danielle take me take me now and then William says, I would take you, but you cheated on me with your callous heart. That, we didn't need that. That had nothing to do with anything. You know, filler. I can understand, like, 22 minutes in season one is sometimes hard to fill out because you're still learning the characters. You're still figuring out what the characters are capable of. But some of these scenes, I'm just like, y'all are just, y'all didn't know what to put here. <laughs> 
So Maya's late to work and she mentioned that she's late because she couldn't sleep because she confronted Darnell. And she explains everything we saw in the previous scene and she tells Joan that she messed up because she was wrong. Poor Maya. He really messed with your head. He's really trying to make you believe the funk. Mm-hmm. The funk and the funkiness. Maya looks great in this episode. Side note. She does. She, she does. Really good. Um, she's very snatched. <laughs> she made uh, all these accusations and um, he thinks she doesn't trust him. And Joan breaks the fourth wall and she's like talking in the bubble. And then Maya's voice comes through and she's like, Joan, Joan. And I guess I never really thought of what she looks like when she's talking to the fourth wall or she's breaking the fourth wall. Like to the other characters. She kind of just like look like she's just staring into the space. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That's creepy. once Once it disappears, like for a split second, you can see it. Um, but Joan's like, Joan says she was just praying and Maya's like, oh, that's cause you're a good friend. And then they flash forward to the end of the day and they're getting ready to go home. And then Darnell comes in to pick up Maya. Now what happens in this scene? He confronts Joan and then he's like, um, you know, I don't know what you saw. It's wrong. Yeah. 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 More gaslighting. But I'm just like, why are you coming up in my motherfucking office trying to run up on me? Do I have to call security on your black ass? I don't even know how he got in. I don't know how people keep getting into a law their firm. office. Yeah, so easily. Um, it could be Darnell's like, oh, well, even if it's Darnell and it's, it's Maya's husband, they should still not let him up. That's just not cool. At all. Plus, like, why are you coming in Joan's office talking to her about this stuff? Tell that to Maya. Tell all that stuff to Maya. Mm-hmm. You didn't tell, like, in this whole conversation, he's like, yo, uh... Me and Cicely, or Cecily, whatever her name is, uh, we start. We got hired at the same time, so we're friends, and sometimes we eat lunch together. Okay, you don't got to explain nothing to Joan. Go explain that to Maya. Go explain that to your wife, nigga. I ain't the one yeah, fucking... Yeah, go explain that to your wife. Like, why are you doing this with Joan? And Joan's like, okay, cool. Like, I didn't see what I saw. I'm sorry. I saw the wrong thing. And he's like, he keeps talking about it. Like, methinks the lady doth protest too much, you know? Yeah. Um, that's always a red flag to me. It's just like... Why are you so guilty? Yeah. Why you got to do this whole, like, speech? Like, if you didn't do it, you didn't do it. Fine. And so um, Maya comes back in the room because they got to go pick up Jabuji, which is their their son. Jabebe. <laughs> Jacuzzi. Uh, <laughs> Jolly Rancher. <laughs> and that's when he says all this stuff to Joan. And while he's talking to Joan, Maya hears all this. She comes in. She hears all this. Mm-hmm. And then the wheels are turning the wheels are turning. Because mm-hmm. she's like, hmm, he's over-explaining. Too much. You know, he never needed to explain like this. Mm-mm. And so she has a moment with Joan where she's like, you know, I'm going to talk to Joan for a second. And they close the door and they talk. And she, Maya really believes that he's cheating. Now, we don't get a resolution on this. Mm-mm. It's just that Maya thinks that he's cheating and that's it. Mm-hmm. We move on to the next scene. Does it get resolved in the next episode? We shall see. We'll see. Tune in. So tell me about this last uh, scene of this episode. Now, Tim Borden is doing a speech live on TV. Joan and Lynn are watching at Mm -hmm. Joan's house. Mm -hmm. He's at some type of uh, press conference of some sort. And Joan and Lynn are watching. And um, 
they're like, oh my gosh, turn on the TV. Tony is on. And um, he's saying that the world needs to be more inclusive of various ethnicities and races and all that jazz. And then he goes like, for example, my girlfriend who gets her hair from the Koreans. <laughs> well, first he says, take this woman, for example. She's dating me, a white man. Mm-hmm. And also, I just recently found out that her hair is a weave. <laughs> Nash- or not national TV. Was it regional TV? R- regional, regional television? TV. Yeah, which is still embarrassing. Um, then, yeah, of course. <laughs> like, she buys her hair from the Koreans on Crenshaw. And weaves it in. And I've just recently discovered that her hair is a weave. Her own African-American hair is enhanced with strands of Korean hair. Her hair is a metaphor for what this city can become. Opposing cultures, supporting each other, weaving together to create something beautiful. Actually, it's a really good metaphor. I like it a lot. Me too. Um, I'm fucking with it. Politicians, they're clever with their words sometimes. Very. When they want that seat. The metaphor is very strong. Um, Mm -hmm. Also, I'm thinking about the fact that, like, was we really... Well, yeah, it kind of was a big thing. I think I'm being blinded by how we are literally bombarded of tutorials with wig application and weaves and clippings and all this stuff now in today's age oh lace fronts lace fronts and all that other shit i i forgot how big it was like oh no 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 i don't have a weave no 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 you know oh you mean how big it was to deny it and yeah not let people know yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know what's funny like <laughs> shout out to our white listeners like it ain't about y'all i'm, I'm just saying um, white people don't understand that even today, we like to keep that under wraps. Like, if you find out that your friend has fake hair or a weave, don't be yelling it out. I think that a lot of them do. I think that we're giving them way too much credit by saying they don't understand. I think that a lot of them use that as a microaggression and a passive really? aggressive way to try to embarrass black women. I 100% think that. It's like, because I feel like if I say, especially when it comes to women and beauty regimens and things of that sort, like, you don't walk around and say, oh, hey, her eyelashes are fake. Hey, you wear Mm -hmm. a padded bra. Hey. So why would you say, oh, my God, yeah, like, and she has a weave. Like, girl, that in conjunction with the stigma with black women and our hair and how it's politicized and all that other stuff that comes with Mm -hmm. blackness and being a woman in society they a hundred percent know what they're doing absolutely i don't think tim did though i think tim's tim's innocent on this one nah tim is innocent shout out to tim and i fucked with that (laughs) metaphor but these girls in 2020 they know they're using that against you they know so at the end, the reporters are like, ma'am, ma'am, what's your name? What's your name? <laughs> and Tony's like, my name, it's uh, Joan, Joan, Joan Clayton. Joan Clayton. <laughs> Listen. And then she runs off. And it's funny because, like, Joan's watching and she's like, oh, my God. Child, no. they don't think all that big mixed hair is a weave, child. They don't think so. She's going to go into work 
well, no, they know who she is, but how, what is that? How does that even bother? How does that look bad on Joan? They're not gonna, she doesn't look like Joan. White people know. think black people look alike, so I don't know. Oh, yeah, true. So they're gonna be like, oh, yeah, Joan Clayton, you're my lawyer? Weren't you on that show? Weren't you on that press conference with Tim Borden? You have a weave, right? Mm hmm. <laughs> That's gonna be right? her life for like until people forget. They're gonna be like, Joan, it's it looks so real. Yeah, can I can I touch can I touch it? And they no, they sometimes they don't even ask. They just they walk up and asking. touch it. They'll just walk around and touch it. That's when you That's get crazy. you get the elbow. That's crazy that people think they can do that. Yeah, like invade your personal space and touch someone. Yeah. I think maybe because in white white people's lives and white circles, they touch each other's hair and it's cool. That's fine, but don't touch mine. it's like you know to tippy toe around everything else when when we want to talk about race you be tippy toeing on that but you want to walk up to a black woman and start touching her hair girl if you don't get out of my face before you get slapped but your hair looks so funky i just want to touch it please you wash it you gotta sleep with that oh my god i have you i gotta send you this um web series um the unwritten rules I know you probably never heard of it because you would have told me that. Um, episode one is about black hair. I think it's episode one. Um, it's basically a, a web series about how black people are treated in the um, office place. It's a co- comedy. Mm. It puts a funny spin on it. Um, this girl has her hair done. The main character has her hair done in braids. And they're like, huh. <laughs> like, how do you how do you shampoo it? <laughs> Child, they be thinking braids is dreads. How do you? Like- how do you do that? You gotta, I'll send it to you when we're done. But yeah, that's that's our lives. And that's the episode. Everything that's fishy ain't, ain't, ain't fish. Which means every bit of tea that you have to tell me ain't tea. Ain't tea. Right? It might just be water. It might just be hot water. <laughs> so tell me about your oh hell yes moment for this episode. My oh hell yes moment is when... Tony tells um, Chad. Is that his name? <laughs> it's Tim. Why'd you just pick a random white name and because just fucking go with that? I was writing that? it down and I was watching the episode. I was like, do I know this character's name? Chad, I'm going to just call him Chad. We've been talking about this dude the whole episode. We just talked about him. No, I'm talking about when I wrote it down originally before we... Um, Recorded. Yeah, but just now you asked me. Just now, two seconds ago, you said, "What's his name?" Chad. Chad. Yeah, that's what I wrote down on my notes. Um, but his name is Tim. Right. So okay. When Tony <laughs> tells Tim she has a weave, and he can't do all that pulling and and all that other stuff in the moments of passion, so it's a wrap for that. But then Chad goes, as long as I can touch everything else. Oh, 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 oh. I thought that was a little cute moment because it's on some shit where it's like, I feel like black women make it a big thing. Like, oh my God, oh my God, my hair right here. Girl, honestly, as long as he's fucking, it's really not that big of a deal. He don't care. As I long as he can do. touch non-stuff, he don't give a fuck about the hair. Believe me. Not that serious. Um, my oh hell yes moment is probably, it's a departure. It is a departure. It might be controversial. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to have to give it to Mr. Tim Borden. Mr. And, Tim for the win. <laughs> and he said, it's like what this city has become. Opposing cultures, supporting each other, <laughs> weaving together to create something beautiful. 
Now that's 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 our hair. Because black hair is beautiful. When we get a fresh sew-in, you know what I mean? It's strands of opposing cultures weaving together mm-hmm. to create something beautiful. Now that's that's what this world should be about. Mm. Right? I hear that. That's a metaphor, chap. Because that's, black that's, hair is beautiful. Oh hell yes. <laughs> For real though, Tim. Shout out to you. Hope you got that mayor spot. I don't know what happened with that, but yeah. um Yeah. That I like that. <laughs> you put a spin on that. <laughs> But um, that's all we got for this week. Uh, next week, the episode is called Pregnant Pause. Somebody's pregnant, child, Or has a pregnancy scare. One of the girls gets a positive pregnancy test. I wonder who. I'm like, who we, who's fucking? Maya ain't fucking. She's just fine, her nigga cheating. <laughs> Whoever. That's right. So it ain't Maya. Maya, it could be William. William's probably pregnant. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Go ahead and rate, subscribe, follow, tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your mom. And actually, you know what? Um, you know, let us know what you think of the show. We will read it on the air. I will read it on the air. Maybe Etsy will read it on the air. I'll make her do it, actually. Yes. You know, that's what I'll do. Yeah. And um, meet us back next Wednesday right here at this time for Pregnant Pause. All right. And until then, my name is Nettie. And I'm Etsy. And we will see you next fucking week. Woo-hoo!